Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, is my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, Chanel? I'm doing well. I just realized something. You yes. say alongside me, but I'm not... With me. With beside me. Beside me. Beside you, I'm in front of you. You're with me. We're together. We are together. Yes, we are together doing the... For a long time. For a long time. I know you guys probably missed us, but you know what? While we were away... We put a lot of stuff in the tuck for later. Yes. We got a lot of stuff to tell you about. We won't have any gaps anymore because we have a couple episodes worth of stuff to tell you about. Yes, we're we do. save some of that for later. What do you mean gaps? We didn't have a show last week? Oh, it's been like a week and a half. So oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. No, it's all right. But we got stuff to talk about. We have a lot of stuff to talk about on this show because we recently had a chance to take a trip to Vernick Fish. Vernick Fish is the new spot from Greg Vernick and... You've heard us talk about it before, talk about it opening up soon. It is now open. It's been open for maybe a month or so. I'm not even sure specifically, but it's now open. We had a chance to check that out. We will tell you about that in the second segment of the show, our What's Good Philly segment. Before that, of course, we have plenty of other new restaurant openings to tell you about, including a restaurant we were anticipating for quite some time. And now it is here in Philadelphia, and we are very, very excited. We've already, already made preliminary plans to check it out. Yes, um, that, that's that's how you know we are very excited about this restaurant, and of course we have the James Beard event coming up in a couple of weeks to tell you about in our upcoming events section. So a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. But before we do anything, as always, we want to thank you guys all for for listening to us, for tuning in, for telling a friend, for supporting us, for following us on all social media platforms. Again, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at John Appetit. If you want to follow along with us and kind of participate in the stuff we do off the air because we do a lot of stuff off the air as far as posting pictures and interacting and things like that do, do we, we really we, post we pictures I put on the, on the he you post stories nobody stories looks at stories fire. nobody looks at stories, stories of the the hot fire no one looks at them stories of fire i see a lot of people react to my no stories. you don't i do you I do. do not I mean, we like 50 people like who view the stories and stuff like that we do stories is i don't believe you so at John Appetit on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, John Appetit at gmail.com if you want to hit us up with some email. Uh, but again, we are very, very accessible. We want to hear from you guys, but please tell a friend to tell a friend about our podcast. Wherever you are, subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play, Spotify. Again, we are very accessible. Please, wherever you do, leave a thumbs up, leave a five-star rating, leave a heart. Leave a review. Tell us if you like us. Tell us about the things you don't like about what we do here at John Appetit. Again, if you don't 
uh, give us a five star or a thumbs up. Well, we're inclined to believe you're a hater, but that's okay because we like haters too. We, we appreciate that. <laughs> um, but please uh, tell a friend, tell your, tell five friends, post about us on Facebook, post about us wherever. Um, please, we want to uh, share the love and spread the gospel that is the John Appetit podcast. Also, while you're checking us out, check out our partner shows. I do another show called The Broad Street Line. You can catch that on Spreaker or wherever you get podcasts. Or if you're in Philadelphia, you can listen live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. Or you can listen live as well on the TuneIn app. Just do a search for Philly Cam Radio and tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern for the Broad Street Line. Also, check out our friends over at Wall Room Sports, again, if you're a sports fan. Or check out our good friends, again, if you're a hip-hop head, check out Tissue in the Tape with Phil and Savad. Again, check out Tissue in the Tape, War Room Sports, and the Broad Street Line while you're listening to us here on John Appetit. And as always, shout out, huge shout out to Tay Diggs for following us on Twitter, All American. There you go. Season two. <laughs> season, I see a lot of buzz for season two of All American um, on the CW right now. So again, definitely check that out. It started, uh, season two, I believe, started last week. So I think this is a week two. You don't uh, even watch of, of season two of uh, All American. You don't so even very watch. Excited, very excited. Very excited about that. Very excited. About what that. happened uh, in season one? So uh, what's new in Philadelphia is that <laughs> South Philly Barbacoa. This is a food podcast. This is a TV podcast. This is a TV podcast. We talk about that. I don't want to give a spoiler warning. Warning. I don't want to give a spoiler warning. South Philly Barbacoa tacos now available seven days a week. Again, this South Philly Barbacoa, the James Beard Award-winning restaurant. Um, but the tacos, the lamb tacos, the infamous lamb tacos, were only available uh, from Friday through Monday. Now, they're not open on Tuesday and Thursday, but you can place an order. You can, so you can place a takeout order and pick it up Tuesday through Thursday. So you gotta, I don't understand. So you give them two days notice, you give them a call, and say, hey, I want to order you know, is this for like large yeah, orders? Large okay, one kilo minimum. Okay, so enough for five to six, five to six people. But I know. thought it was a half a kilo. Minimum. No, for the for the takeout. Okay, yes, for okay. Takeout order, one kilo minimum. Call the store store to order, and these packages come with meats. Uh, all you know, all the meat. Okay. Uh, handmade tortillas, all the fixings you want, two kinds of salsas, and uh, portions of the consomme, the lamb consomme soup, the soup made from. The lamb drippings. They'll even do it um, on Thanksgiving. They'll do it on Day. Thanksgiving too, which is a wave. That's it's a super wave. Fifty percent deposit via right. cash, PayPal. Right, right. Cash so, or PayPal. Yeah, so definitely, if you want to do that, South Philly Barbecue. If you can't get down to the shop, you know, on Friday through Monday, you can place hey, your order. So that's a, a different type of Thanksgiving deal for you. Yeah. If you want to do Thanksgiving, I'll play, tell you right now. If you want to do Thanksgiving, place your order early. <laughs> Tacos for Thanksgiving, Roy? Yeah, I got no problem with that. Especially South Philly Barbacoa, which has amazing tacos. Again, check out their Instagram page for more information about that. But you can, again, order South Philly Barbacoa tacos now seven days a week. You can also place an order to pick up in the store as well. So you can do that. Place your order ahead of time so you don't have to wait. Although it's really not that much of a wait when you go to the store. So that is that. ME squared is now in Philadelphia, you, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you've heard us talk about, this heard us talk about it. We mm-hmm. talked about it twice. Yes. Okay. So we talked about it both no. times. Oh, I didn't know that. ME squared is now in Philadelphia. ME squared is the Detroit-style pizza place uh, restaurant that um, had to start in Brooklyn. There are a couple in New York. There's one, I believe, in Nashville, and now there's one here in Philadelphia at the Queen Hotel. 
at Fifth and Bainbridge. So basically, right around the corner from Fifth and South, if you're familiar with Tattoo Mom in that area, which we've told you about Tattoo Mom a million times, right around the corner from that. So, Emmy Square, Detroit style pizza. That's the focus of the menu, and their pizza is great. We love their Colony Square pizza. Yes, the Colony Square. Specifically. Yes. Colony Square, pepperoni, pickled jalapenos, and honey. Although, for those of you who are not a fan of spice, they have other pizzas. They have lots, tons of other pizzas, but that just happens to be the one that we like. Yeah, I was looking at the margarita pizza. That was pretty good, too. No, 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 you're not. Yeah. We have a set thing that we do. I know, but go. I'd like to try some other things. Then go with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that I've ta- I talked to uh, my friend Chris, who I do the bra sheet on with, he's like, Emmy Square tier, is it that good? I'm like, yes, it's that good. I was like, just, I don't care what else you do, order the burger. You got to get the burger. Just order the burger. You can get a pizza if you want, and you should. Yeah, if you're two people, you get a pizza and a burger. That's what you when you go to the one in New York. Ones in New York, that's what you see. Two people there. They, there's a burger, a pizza. You split the burger. You split the pizza. Perfect. And they have other sandwiches as well. Yeah, so they have other sandwiches. Yeah. I just, I, I just like yeah. the burger. It's the Le Big Mac. We talked about it on the show. Two uh, grass-fed beef patties, pretzel bun, American cheese, pickles, sauce, a nice portion of waffle fries. You look at the price and it says nineteen dollars, and you're like, yo. It seems like a lot of money to pay for a burger. It's not a lot of money to pay for this burger. Not for right? that burger. This is that Pat Lafrida beef. Is that good beef? That that amazing pretzel bun. A nice portion of waffle fries. And the waffle fries are delicious. Yeah, no, that's it's a, so good. That's the thing. If, it was just, if you're just by yourself, you can just order a burger and have the waffle fries, and that's a meal unto itself. Uh, that's, that's, that's definitely it's a meal by itself. It's good. it's perfectly. The like Big Mac. Just get the burger. No that burger is fan. <laughs> Fantastic! Fantastic! Now Roy doesn't like pickles on his burgers, so so we get the pickles on the side, and I take the pickles. No, the burger is fantastic. They also have this Nashville uh, chicken wedge salad as well. It I'm looks pretty good. That. Yeah, yeah. by that, but no, they have good looking food. Yeah, um, the other stuff looks really good. It's yeah. just that I know how good that burger is, and I know how good that Colony Square is. And that's what I want. We, you know, we need we need to go with, with people, people yeah. so that they can get something else, and we can try it. Right. We need to go with other people. Yes. Yeah. This is a go with other people place as well, so you can because again, they have the pizzas, nice shareable. Oh, like a lot of the stuff is very shareable. You can cut it up. So pizzas and stuff like that. Get a couple pizzas, get a couple burgers and sandwiches, load them up, and then you're good to go. Um, seating. They have 92 seats in the restaurant area, another 50 in the bar section. So. Definitely want to check that out um, if you can. They are now open. They're finalizing finalizing their hours now. So we do not have. They're the also hours. hiring. They're also hiring as well. So you definitely want to um, check them out. Again, Emmy Square now open at 5th and Bainbridge in the Queen Village section of Philadelphia. Also open. A place called River Twice. This is from Randy Rucker, who himself is also a James Beard nominated chef. This is a new American BYOB. Ding, ding, ding. At 1601 East Pass Young Avenue. This opened last week. They have a constantly evolving menu. Um, so, again, don't expect to see necessarily what you see online at the restaurant, which we'll talk about later. Um, but their current offerings include uh, a short rib entree with potato confit and charred onions. Uh, and a dry-aged duck with honey nut squash and mustard greens. Did you see anything there on the menu? The, the short rib. Yeah, short rib uh, looks good. Uh, that bluefin tuna belly. I don't know if you saw I that. saw the bluefin tuna uh, belly. The trumpet royale mushrooms. Uh, raw scallop. That's my new thing now. How is raw scallop your new thing? I don't because when did you eat Ver- raw scallop. Vernick. You're scared of raw scallop. No, oh, Vernick. The, scallop. Oh, yeah. the toast. <laughs> the toast that we had on New Year's Eve. Yeah. 
opened my whole world to raw scallop. And now when I see it on menus, I have it. You, I remember. It wasn't that long ago. You were scared of it. I wouldn't scallop. eat it. You I would it. not eat it. You would not eat it. You're like, this is raw. Scallop, I'm not uh, eating it. I'll eat raw tuna. I'll re- eat raw yellowtail. I will not eat raw scallop. But now. Nah. Look at you. It's a different world. Look at you. Look at you now. Um, River Twice serves dinner from 5 to 10 p.m. Tuesdays through Thursdays and Sunday and 5 to 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. This is a good looking um, place as well. I don't know if you looked at it. Uh, it's a good looking place. Good looking menu. Again, this is and it's net. a small menu. Yeah, very small. menu. And I, you know, how I feel about small menus. I feel like when there's a small menu, that means they're concentrating. They're doing that little bit of stuff right. very well. Right. Um, again, it's a new American, a BYOB. So do not forget that. Right. Uh, you just love those BYOBs. 1601 East Pass Young. There's bottle shops and wine shops around that area as well. So again, River Twice now open in East Pass Young. It's a new look and a new menu for the Cambridge. Cambridge is at 15th and South. This is a modern London style pub. Again, with an all new menu that focuses on small plates some pub grub and uh, vegetables. Well, they also have main dishes as well, including... A whole fried chicken with biscuits and cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> I like this menu a lot. I don't know yeah, how, how much like, of a chance you had to kind of go there's, through. It's, there's, a, there's a lot going on with this menu. Yeah, man. Like, it's all over the place, but in a good way. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of things going on. You're like, I'm not sure what. I mean, I guess this is how they get down in London with the pubs, but yeah. like, there's everything on there's the menu. There's hot green tomatoes. Yeah. Fried green tomatoes, Nashville hot sauce, candy pecan cornbread, buttermilk chai vinaigrette. I am very intrigued by that. I don't know why. I like fried green tomatoes. I like hot sauce. I like pecans. I like cornbread. So mix it all together, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Why not? And that's one of the things on that. These things they call shareable boards. Yes. So they have this tavern shareable board that has the fried green tomatoes and wings and hot chicken bites. Um, and a bread bucket. Did, yeah, that a, was all I yeah, thought a of bread you. Bread bucket. There's a like there's some there's some interesting things on this menu. Then the brunch menu though, brunch menu is, is good as well. Um they have a, ch- a chicken and waffle, which seems simple or seems normal, but with sweet potato waffles. And they have something called a breakfast bomb. Bombs. <laughs> yeah. Bacon, egg and cheese stuffed biscuit with scallion, bacon, creamy grits. And garlic hot sauce, fam. Come on, yeah. fam. Like, what are we doing? Like, yo, this sounds amazing. That sounds very sounds, good. I don't even. I I was told people have said that British food is terrible. If this is how British food is, then British food might be better than ours. You're going out on a bacon and egg, bacon egg pull, it back. Biscuit, pull it back, pull it back, pull it back, bacon creamy grits, pull Come it on. back. Come on, pull it back. I'm intrigued. The Cambridge. 15th and South. I am very intrigued by this place. They got some good looking stuff. Here, this is a place. If you're out, if you got a bunch of people in um, in town or friends or whatever like that, you can go here and everybody has something they can eat. It's because it's just all over the place. Yeah, like, like pub grub, pub food. It looks like elevated the, kind of pub food. The, there's no way you can't find something that you will eat. It's you, you, people. People will find food. Yeah. So this is a good spot. This is a good spot for those of you who have difficult eaters um, in your group. Now we have to once again for the second year in a row because we talked about this last year. They had, a, they had a similar survey. Wallet Hub named the top twenty best foodie cities in America. Philadelphia came in nineteenth. 
19th. They compared 180 of the largest cities in America across 30 factors to determine the best and cheapest local food scenes in the country. So who has the most affordable food or who has the most supermarkets or who has the most ice cream shop or who has the most liquor stores. So it's a bunch of different categories. They kind of crunched all the numbers, put it together. Philadelphia, 19th. How does Philadelphia come in 19th overall when they come in first for affordability yeah. and accessibility of highly rated restaurants? Meaning the highly rated restaurants are available for everyone to try. Available and affordable. They're affordable and available. They're not out of reach. But they come in at number 19. Come on, family. And the top three, Portland... New York and Miami, when there are places in New York that you can't even get into. Yeah, like, like the, the, the elite of the elite restaurants, like the Michelin star restaurants or whatever. I don't say Michelin star, but like, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Those type of restaurants in New York, A, you can't get into them. B, it's like $300 for like a fixed price menu. There's no place like that in no. Philadelphia. None. No. None. No. Philadelphia is, again, first... For affordability and accessibility of highly rated restaurants, yet and still it only came in 19th. I don't trust this yet list. Yet and still came in 19th. I don't trust the list. This list is fugazi. This list it is came fugazi. in second for the number of grocery stores. Yeah, no. 11th for restaurants per capita. Is it... Be, is it, it I guess Philly doesn't have enough craft breweries so, and wineries yeah, per so the capita thing is, the thing is New York has more restaurants per capita because there's like 7,000 bodegas and restaurants on every corner and so, they count as restaurants right yeah so it's like fan I was like no that don't count yeah top the top five Portland New York Miami San Fran and LA coming in at 11 Orlando coming in at 12 Sacramento it's like fan what are we all talking about here this list is fugazi I, I really this is a bogus list. Why do? You, why are we even talking? I wanted about to this bring it up to, to bring the fugaziness to the it's forefront. It's bogus. It's forefront. It's like, man, you're going to tell me Sacramento's a better food city than Philadelphia? Uh, no, stop. No, stop. if that's your methodology, if you, if you, where does New Orleans fall on this list? Uh, I'm going to see if I can find it. If you come up with a methodology and Sacramento is 12th and Philadelphia's 19th, throw your methodology out the window because it's trash. Just New tell Orleans, me where New Orleans. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Where's New Orleans? 44. This, this this is trash. This is trash. This list is trash. Throw it out. Albuquerque, Tempe, Arizona. These are ones ahead of, ahead of New Orleans. Santa Ana. Uh, throw this out. Throw Sc- it out. Scottsdale, Rochester, Grand <laughs> Rapids. Get out. Throw this list out. Throw it out. Throw it in the trash. When did the uh, Philadelphia 76ers get Al Horford? This, we've had this discussion. They got them, they got them this summer. I don't remember that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that I was just looking, and I'm like, "What in the world is going on?" New Orleans should not be on the 40, number 44 of any best foodie cities in America. Never, ever again. If that's your methodology, that's what you come up with. Don't ever. We are. I'm telling you right now. I never make executive decisions about yes. the show. Yes. I'm making one now. Don't ever put this list on the show again. All right, yeah. While I have you done, you cut off. You done. You don't know what you're talking about. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, after we, you know, kind of heal ourselves or, or, or kind of give us give ourselves a little bit of time to reflect. A wine break. List, a yellow wine break from that list. We're going to talk about a great place. Vernick Fish, the latest in the Vernick uh, chain of restaurants. Or Vernick line of no, restaurants. it's not chain. Hey, what, what do you call it? You have a group? The group. Yeah, group. Yeah. It's a group. The Vernick Restaurant Group. Yes. Uh, the latest. 
and that. We'll talk about that. On the other side, you're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to segment number two of the show. This is the segment we do our reviews. And this week, we had a chance to take a trip to a place called Vernick Fish. This is the, again, latest restaurant in the Vernick group, restaurant to group. Greg Vernick of Vernick Food and Drink. Um, he's won the James Beard Award. He's a fantastic chef. He has several restaurants um, here in Philadelphia. This is his latest. It's a modern seafood restaurant in the ground floor of the Four Seasons Hotel. So... As soon as we say the ground floor of the Four Seasons Hotel, you're probably thinking of certain something in particular. Yes, this is a very expensive place. Yes, this is a special occasion place. They don't, they don't put uh, Qdobas in the ground floor of the Four Seasons Hotel. So this is a, you know. So, yeah, it's a special occasion place. It's a special occasion We were place. celebrating a special occasion. Yeah, it was our anniversary. So we're like, hey, you know what? Let's treat ourselves. Treat ourselves 2019. And let's go to Vernick, uh, Vernick Fish to check yes. it out. So, Vernick Fish, again, as you can imagine, in the Four Seasons Hotel. But uh, Can I just count? Ca- uh, yes. It, it's an expensive place, mm-hmm. but it, it's still accessible and affordable yeah, yeah, yeah. for a special occasion. Correct. It's Correct. not so expensive. You're like, oh, no. No, 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 no. This is one of those places where it's like, okay, I know I'm going to spend some money, but this is a once a year Right. Kind of situation. Well, and that being said, you can go there and go to the bar and get some of the, you know, and grab the, raw, some, the raw bar stuff. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's like, affordable or accessible. Yeah, so it's not even crazy. Um, go happy hour with oysters and yeah. wine or whatever. Exactly, and it's Cover. not crazy. It's not super crazy. Yeah. Being in the ground floor of the Four Seasons Hotel again as well, you have to kind of imagine, you probably imagine... It's probably a good looking place. Nice looking and spot. It's a very good looking. It's a very it's a nice looking, looking spot. You, you see, like windows just open. You see the like right into the street, like full length windows, like right into the street. You can Florida look in. ceiling. You can yeah. look at Florida ceiling windows. You can look in. You can look out. It's a beautiful it's a, looking. It's restaurant. A, a nice size restaurant too. Good size restaurant. Beautiful restaurant. You um, also don't feel like you're on top of each other. They use no, the space no, very good. well. Yeah. It's very spacious in there, so it doesn't feel like I'm having dinner with Roy, but I'm also having it with the people at the next table. You're not it doesn't right on top feel like of that. anybody. Yeah. Like the nice bar area. The bar area is kind of there's a bar area, but then like the seating in the bar area is separate from the bar, so you're not like. You know, like you like the table or sometimes like right near the bar. Yeah, like no, there's there's a nice amount of space in there. They use the space extremely well. Really dark wood, high ceilings, really nice looking spot. This is the type of place if you're trying to impress a client. Yes, yes. You would definitely want to bring them here. This is a good spot for something like that. If you're trying to uh, impress you know, a person, I don't know, you know, <laughs> not going anybody. there. This is, this is the type of place that you want to bring them to because it's just a really good looking spot. It's a good, it's a good looking spot. Wait staff, very attentive, very attentive. nice, funny, uh, love them. The whole atmosphere, um, the, Roy must have told them we were celebrating an anniversary. They w- welcome with a, a glass of sparkly brute. Yeah, a compliment. We got a complimentary glass of champagne, champion, uh, for each of us. Um, I want to open table to anniversary. Yes, and they they said, "Hey, 
you got to celebrate anniversary. Here's a nice glass of champagne. Champagne. And happy anniversary on our way in and out. Very much yeah, understood so, it was a special occasion, and right. they were very attentive and good with that. So we got a glass of champagne off the rip from that. And then, uh, of course, we got into the menu because we were trying to dig in the menu to see. Actually, do you want to talk about the drinks first and then talk about the menu? Or? Um, you, you had more of the interesting drink. I just had. Um, yeah, so. Um, I don't know how many this is now, but um, again, I would like to just thank Mr. Vernick again for recognizing um, that we are on um, episode what, 157 of the Joe mm-hmm. Nappetit podcast and, and said, hey, you know, these guys have put in work for three plus years now. And I would like to see that. I would like to see that, you know, that you get that you guys work and effort is being paid off. And for that, we would like to celebrate you guys with the Swizzle John. Uh, the Swizzle John is one of the drinks on their cocktail menu. It's uh, vodka, pineapple, green chartreuse, rum, lime, and coconut oil. It comes in a really tall glass, a bunch of ice, a little, you know, little like leaves in the ice. So again, I want to thank Mr. Vernick for naming a drink after us. Again, three three and a half years in the game, um, restaurants continue to support us and name meals uh, and after us. You have so, to stop. I appreciate that. So this, this was a joint. Um, I'm not sure why Chanel. Well, actually, I know why Chanel didn't order that drink named after us because she saw Kava on the menu. And as soon as you see Kava, she sees Kava on the menu. She's like, oh, I got to order it. So she got Kava. Is that what I do? Is that what I sound like? Yeah, yeah she got Kava. Kava is some kind of wine or something. <laughs> I was going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have been good. No, what's Kava? No, what's Kava? Kava is wine. like, it's a sparkly, yeah, sparkly wine. So theirs is, uh, it's Navarone Brut Rosé Kava. And it's, uh, Kava is uh, big in Spain. It's what they drink in Spain. So when we were in Barcelona, all I drank was cava. Because uh, when you come here, it's very hard to find. It's even hard to find in like wine stores. So if I see it in a wine store, I will scoop it up. Um, if I can't have cava, I'll usually try to drink Prosecco. Because I just like bubblies and sparkling. Bubblies. Or Riesling. Um, but there was cava on the menu, so I tried the cava. So. And did the cava go well with your oysters? Because you got some West Coast oysters. I sure did. I got my favorite oysters, the Kumamoto oysters. And they were fresh and plump and so, so refreshing and sweet tasting. I love, love, love them. Um, just one thing before we get, and we'll talk about this more, but just when you go to Vernick Fish or Vernick Food and Drink, I mean, you can tell that these are high quality ingredients. Like This is high quality seafood. These are... Like fresh, like straight off the boat, like you know, seafood products. Like you can tell, like you can, like you can tell. Yeah. Like, all right, this is, this is, this is legit. Like this is, and you can tell every single bite of everything we had um, at Vernon. You can tell, like, all right, this is like right. it was fresh. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, fresh food, fresh oysters. Again, it's very like rare that I go somewhere where it's here. And I see Kumamoto oysters right. on the menu. Usually, it's when we're away that I find them, and I always I always get them when I see them on the menu. Um, so it was nice that those were the oysters that they had in on that day. So we went heavy, of course, the seafood restaurant. So we went heavy on the seafood. We also got uh, two of the tartars, the dayboat scallop tartar and the spicy tuna tartar, and they po- both came with something called called guafrets. And how can you? How would you? They were like those? waffle potato chips. Mini small, small, mini, 
They're yeah. like the potato chips with that are like tennis rackets, like with yeah. the like waffle, waffle fries. fries. Like waffle fries. Yeah, yeah, like potato, potato chips, chips, but small, but small. Um, they were so good. Yeah, these, yeah, the chips are good. This the the scallop the tartars were good. The Dable scallop tartar was sweet. It was fresh. It was oh my goodness, it tasted so good. <laughs> Loved it. Very tasty. Highly recommend the Dable scallop tartar. I recommend both. I mean, the spicy tuna. The spicy tuna was well. good as well. Yeah, the scallop was spicy. my favorite. Yeah, not overly spicy, not hot. You know, no. like just a little hint of spice. Just a little hint of spice again, but like the little. But it's a nice contrast with the texture, like the cri- the crispy, you know, guafrets and the uh, the tartars. Perfectly um, paired with those. And they give you a good portion, too. Yeah. Because like, you always wonder, it's like, oh, you know, it's going to be like a spoon or whatever. No, they, they give you, you these nice-sized bowls of yeah. the chips with the uh, with the tartar. Very, very tasty. And from there, we went on and got the mafaldi pasta with lump crab and tomato. Um I love this dish a lot. It was really good. It was very good. Nice portion of lump crab. With nice tomato. al dente pasta. Yeah, yeah, and it was, but it was, it was. They had a tomato, but it wasn't overly tomato. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like you know, like I want to don't know the word, but it wasn't like um, overbearing. Sweet. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. overbearing. It was a nice no, because little... I don't care for tomatoes. Right. Um, and I can get turned off really quickly from a pasta dish if it's too yeah heavy with yeah yeah. So no, th- it was perfect. It was light. Um, but that crab that was with it was so good. It really was. Good. It was sweet. Oh yeah, my nice goodness, sweet, it was so nice good. Sweet crab. And then we got the grilled harissa shrimp with yogurt and pomegranate. pomegranate. Was there figs too? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. It was pomegranate, fig, yogurt, cucumber. Yeah. That was my favorite dish of the night. Really? Yes. Really? The harissa okay. shrimp. I could have eaten two orders of that by myself and would have just been happy. Just been fine with that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Huge, nice size shrimp. It was grilled perfectly. Yeah, I mean, my good, like this, because again, you can tell it's like wood fire grill. Nice, nice grill on the on the shrimp again. And you ate the yogurt and the with the yogurt, the pomegranate, uh, the fig all together with that harissa shrimp. That was that was so good. And I all I kept thinking was the mind of somebody who could come up with that. You know, like because mm-hmm. none of that stuff to me. Seem like something you would put together. Right. I don't know. Like, I was just like, how do you sit and you say, you know what? Yeah, figs and yogurt and pomegranate and harissa mm-hmm. on shrimp. You know, like, right, right. it just sounds like a mad scientist, but it was it was tasty. Like I said, it was my favorite thing in the night. Uh, and then from there, we got, uh, we had our entrees. So I had uh, the monkfish, they call, it, call, they call it monkfish a la plancha with t- uh, potatoes, uh, bacon, and what they call half and half chowder. So it's monkfish, um, and they had it came in like this like, serving dish, and half of the dish was filled with uh, Manhattan clam chowder, and the other half was with, filled with New England clam chowder, and you kind of mix it together along with like, a bacon, like nice little pieces of crispy bacon, with the potatoes, with the monkfish. It wasn't even on the menu, like, and it, this was excellent. Like, this was so, this was amazing. No, actually, was it on the menu or was it a... Was it, it was a special. It was a special, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was amazing. I don't like, like, I don't even like Manhattan clam chowder, but you can eat that separately and it was good with the monkfish and nice little crispy pieces of, think bacon bits, but a little bit bigger. Um, but you take that and the, ba- and the bacon and the monkfish and then, you know, like swirl around with a little chowder. This was, again, this is one of those things that was like, who's going to pour, like, you just pour chowder in a, on a plate <laughs> and you put monkfish and bacon and potatoes in there. 
And like it's kind of like I guess like a deconstructed monkfish chowder. I guess I don't I don't know how, to, how like a fish chowder, yeah, like a fish like, chowder, but, but deconstructed. Like, yeah. yeah, this was fantastic. Like I, I I would eat this every day of the week, man. This is really this is really really good. Um, it was so good. <laughs> it was it just yeah, the, the bacon just kind of like set everything off. And then you got the the swordfish with the artichoke. Yeah, so and- this isn't on the menu if you go online. Um, but it was uh swordfish, artichoke. With like a le- a like capers and lemon sauce, so you had the uh, swordfish in like a bowl of the sauce of capers, uh, lemon, and artichoke. So good. The swordfish was cooked perfectly, mm-hmm. which you can really overcook swordfish, and yeah. then it's like dry, like a steak. You know what I mean? It was cooked perfectly. It wasn't dry at all. It was. With the artichokes and the capers and lemon, I really enjoyed that dish. It was super, super good, super tasty, and that sort of fish was perfect. It was perfect. It was per. It was perfect. And I, I don't even like artichokes like that, but she know had me take a bite of the sort of fish with the artichoke and just taste the broth or whatever. That broth was. It was good. That was fantastic. It was nice, very nice good. Rich broth but again, not overly rich. Paired perfectly with the sort of fish again, which was cooked amazing. Like. That was the best cooked piece of fish I may have ever seen. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was I was amazed at because I was nervous about getting it, but I was like, I really, really like capers yeah. and artichokes. I really, I'm. I'll just give it a shot. Yeah, and I'm glad I did because it was cooked perfectly. Yeah, no, it was absolutely absolutely perfect. And um, so after that, we finished off with dessert. And again, since it was our anniversary, they gave us another free gift. They gave us a fig tart, an Earl Grey fig tart. Yes, it's a fig tart, bunch of figs on it. Um, did I you did, even taste it? I did not taste it. I ate the whole thing. How it was, was fantastic. It? <laughs> <laughs> this is very good, nice and subtle. If you want something for dessert, but you don't want to go overly sweet, mm-hmm. that's definitely the way to go. That would be good with uh, the a la mode. Put a nice little piece of ice cream next to it. Perfect, perfect finish to the dinner. And we also got the uh, dessert we ordered um, was the, the Trace Leches cake. Um, we also got that. We got that Alamo. Was it was it a bourbon saffron? Am I getting it right? The ice cream? No, it was burnt. Um, burnt. Was it burnt butter with? Oh, burnt butter with rosemary. I thought it was saffron or something. No, it was, it was rosemary, rosemary because it was different. Yeah, it was different, and it was so good. Yeah, so yeah, we got Trace Leches cake with the with the ice cream. That cake, I, I wasn't even like, I, I was kind of full. I was full, but I couldn't stop eating that cake. I was kind of full. I was like, all right, well, we kind of. You know, and I ate the tart. Yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued enough by this cake to give it a shot or whatever like that. Nice, nice big portion of cake. It's okay. a healthy piece of cake. I highly recommend healthy sharing. Piece of cake, you know, not, again, not overly dense. And they give you like this little milk and you can kind of like basically like pour, pour it on. They pour it on for you. Some of it on for you. Some of it. But if you want to finish it off with the rest, you're free to do that as well. Man, like this, like. This has me rethinking ordering desserts in restaurants. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like when that's we how good like this cake was. <laughs> no, it's like sometimes we do dessert and sometimes we don't. But when we go to places like this, we typically try to at least share a dessert. Yeah, yeah. this the ice cream and that man, this cake, that, that ice cake, cream was amazing. That ice cream and that cake. If they had the, the whatever they call it, what was it again? The brown butter. I feel like it was either burnt butter or brown butter, rosemary. brown butter with rosemary. I know it had definitely had rosemary because I distinctly remember if the taste of rosemary and the trace leches cake. First of all, rosemary ice cream. Who thinks yeah. of that? No, that, cake, though, that cake was different. 
And again, like the cake was fine by itself, but with the ice cream, it was so good. So good. Shout out to shout out to the, uh, the dessert chef. Um, yeah, you the MVP as well. the, just the inventiveness of the menu, and yeah. just I I always appreciate when we go places, and this happens at Vernick as well, and you just taste things that you never would have tasted you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's fine you know, for the most part we always go places where we know okay i'm gonna get a steak or this and i know what this tastes like and it, and there might be a twist and it's done really well and it tastes really good but i feel like when we go to vernick and now we haven't been to vernick fish we are always pleasantly surprised by things that we've never tasted right. even if it's a combination that we're familiar with it's done in a way that just blows our mind. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I enjoy that. And I that's why I really enjoyed going here because it was like, it tasted a bunch of things that I've tasted them all separately yeah. or maybe together in some other fashion, but never like this. Yeah, never together. Like, yeah. like, like I've had monkfish before. Mm-hmm. I've had... Um, yeah, I've had everything yeah. we ate that night before, but yeah. never in that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm explaining no, that no, correctly. No, no, no. Yeah, this is, you can tell again, you can tell that they took their time in crafting, you know, flavors and melding flavors together yeah. that, that work well together. Like, it, 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 I think being a chef and cooking and all that stuff is an art form. Yeah. And when, and when, and that's why I think tasting and people who like this versus that is all subjective because art is subjective. That's why food is subjective. So I just like it when I find art or food that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you yeah, you can tell that. I mean, because like if you let's say like you take grilled shrimp, right? You mm-hmm. can take grilled shrimp and put butter on it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think everybody does that, right? Mm-hmm. But to take grilled shrimp and then put yogurt and pomegranate and cucumbers, like to think of that and do and do that and like, execute it really well. That's to because yeah. if I do that, it's gonna be a mess. You know? Yeah, it'll be a mess, and I'm pretty decent cook. You know. It's just, yeah, the skill and the inventiveness that goes along with this. It's much appreciated from this half of the podcast. Yeah, and again, this is basically a brand new restaurant. So once they kind of get into their groove and kind of figure out what works and what doesn't work. And And I'm pretty sure the menu will change. There'll be a bunch of reasons to like go back for different special occasions or what have you. Or to impress clients if that's your thing. Indeed. Indeed. And yeah, just so just to kind of harken back to our last discussion about the menu. Um. The menu that we saw at the restaurant was different. I won't say significantly different, but it was noticeably no. different than than the one uh, that we saw online. Which so. you would expect because it is seafood. Right. So that can change on a dime depending on what comes in and how fresh and how good the seafood is that day. Right. So like we talked about in our discussion, I mean, you know, there are times where, you know, you can go into the restaurant, you know, with your preconceived notions of what you're going to order. But especially in a place like, like this, you know, be ready to throw that out the window because some of those things may not be on the menu because like Chanel said, it's seafood. So, you know, may not be able to have, you know, may not be able to get swordfish. may not be able to get monkfish or whatever. Or it may not be up to the standards that they want for their restaurant that day. Right. But, uh, but, you know, but have faith in that what you're going to have is going to probably going to be fantastic. This is a pretty decent look. I mean, this is a pretty big menu and there's a lot of good looking stuff on that menu. I mean, we could probably go back to this restaurant tomorrow and order entirely different stuff. stuff. Because there's so many good looking things on this uh, Vernick fish menu. But, um, yeah, Burning Fish is a good spot. This is a good spot. I, you know, I'm intrigued because here's the thing. It's like, it just, you know, it just opened. So it's a very good restaurant. And I'm sure whenever they do the, the updated top 50 list on Philly Mag, I'm sure it'll be on there. But it might not even be high, which, is, again, is going to be crazy because, this is a, you know, it's a, very, it's a very good restaurant. 
But there's so many great restaurants in the city that a place like Vernick Fish might not even even crack the top 25, which seems crazy to me on the on the surface. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it seems it seems a little seems a little weird. But Vernick Fish again, very we both agree, very good restaurant, special occasions, whatever. But again, you can go to the bar and post up. Yes. You want to go get kava, or if you want to get the drink named after this podcast, this very podcast, and say bartender, I heard about the Swizzle John. On John Appetite. You gotta stop. Uh, they won't give you a discount, but you can order it. <laughs> you can order it um, at Burning Fish again. Burning Fish, very good. Uh, awesome stuff. And the ground floor of the Four Seasons Hotel. So if you get a chance, please check that out. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side, we have um, an event to tell you about, and we have some invitations to hand out for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetite Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number three is where we tell you about upcoming events. And on October the 30th, we have the James Beard Taste America Raising the Bar Reception at Porta, Philadelphia. That's at 1216 Chestnut Street. This is a walk-around cocktail reception. This is a more accessible um, event than some of the James Beard events that have typically taken place in the city. Uh, Food at this event is from Lalo, the Filipino spot in uh, the Bourse. Uh, Porta. Mike's Barbecue, Biology, Burgers Pittsburgh, and Little Baby, Little Baby's Ice Cream. But this event is the focus of this event is on the bartenders and drinks themselves. So the drinks for this event come from several several bartenders, including Maria Police of ITV, that's in the Valley, that's Nicholas Elmi spot, and Laurel, she works at both spots, and Paul McDonald of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Tickets for this event are seventy five dollars, and they are available. On the James Beard uh, Taste America website, that's jbftasteamerica.org. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. It's the portion of the show. We hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us on some level. It was designed to be a break from us talking about food all the time. I don't think we've talked about food in this segment for a while. We will today. Uh, we will today. We will today. I'll go first because I'm, I'm I'm thinking yours might be entertaining and hilarious. Maybe it won't I be. don't know if it will be. Uh, I'll go first. I would like to send shout outs. Actually, triple shout outs. I think one person got one last week or last show. The two other, other two, I don't know if they've ever gotten a shout out before. Triple shout outs. Simone Biles, Allison Felix, Coco Golf. Coco okay. Golf, 15-year-old tennis player. Uh, she had that amazing run at the at Wimbledon this year. Uh, she won T- Coco Golf, the little kid, the little girl who beat Venus. I don't, I don't know who that is. You know exactly who Coco Golf. Was she the one that was crying when she played yeah, the... Naomi Osaka? Yeah, okay. Yeah, All yeah. right, gotcha. Yeah, Coco Golf won her first ever WTA tournament this past weekend. Oh, congratulations. 15 years old, Coco Golf. She won her first tournament. She is the future of American tennis. You don't know who Coco Golf is. Uh, you will soon, soon enough. Aww. Allison Felix, ten don't, months after giving birth, don't know who that is. Uh, is that the star. runner? Yeah, track okay. and field star. She won her thirteenth uh, gold medal 
She has the world record from or the record from most gold medals. Oh, she beat Usain Bolt. Yeah, That's any, right. Yeah, man, I see. I know they talk about this in the shade room. There's the most <laughs> gold medals by anybody uh, in funny. track and field history. So shout out to um, shout out to Allison Fields. Congratulations! People, people Ten come, months after she yeah, gave birth, people who come back from having birth. To do world class stuff is just amazing to me. Shout out it's Serena. So amazing to me. Shout out Beyonce. Shout out Beyonce and also Simone Biles, who yes. is the most the greatest gymnast of all time. <laughs> need no qualifiers. For yeah, that. No, she won a couple more medals. I think she has twenty five now. She, she is awesome. We like look like Simone Biles is the greatest gymnast ever. Allison Felix is the greatest female track and field star ever. Uh, Serena Williams is the greatest tennis star. Yeah. Ever. Like this is the golden era. Of women doing amazing things, as well. awesome! Some amazing, amazing stuff. So shout out to all three of them. They all get invites for Sunday dinner. All right, what you got? My invite goes out to you, to me, what again? and what all the other people who take chances by continuing to eat at Taco Bell. Yeah, man, Trap <laughs> Supreme Gang, Gang, Gang. I'm about two million pounds of seasoned beef that's used in the Taco Bell burritos and tacos. Uh, has been removed from restaurant locations across the country because it had metal shavings in it. How big are the shavings? It, uh, big enough that a customer complained, and that's how they found out about it. And then they had to recall all the the 2.3 million pounds of seasoned beef. They're claiming by Monday, which in our time was yesterday for us. Okay, so we're fine. A hundred percent of the product have been removed from all restaurants. I don't believe it. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. But they that's were, what they're they saying. Would lie, they wouldn't lie about that. That's a lawsuit to be lied about that. Uh, they, they, they don't care. Uh, so, uh, first of all, that's not all beef. Let me ask you a question. And that's why I'm like, you're taking your life with your hands eating that because we don't know what it is. And now it has metal shavings in it. So my Sunday dinner goes out to those of you, including my husband, that continue to eat Taco Bell. I've Taco Bell in a while, first of all. Secondly. A while meaning what, a month or two? No, it's been a couple months. It's been a couple months. Um, I have a question, though. Sure. You think that everything that you, like, if you eat a burger, do you think that's 100% beef? Because you know it's not. You know how much random it, it, trace amounts of stuff is in random things we eat? Oh, no, no. I know bugs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. No. But yeah. when I say Taco Bell is not 100% beef, I mean they put filler in it. I know that. Like, but so does McDonald's. Yeah, but I don't eat that either. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I, I, like that's what I mean. Like, like the, game is, the game is a game. You could just go buy a pack of beef and season it. So what are you and to it say? tastes better than Taco Bell. No, no, no. When I make tacos with turkey, okay. do does Taco Bell taste better than the tacos it's at not, home? No, no, it's not about no, because I don't get I don't get their tacos. I get their Crunchwrap Supreme. I can make you a Crunchwrap Supreme. I know because you saw the video. I saw a video. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm saying it's like if I don't feel like making a Crunchwrap Supreme, but you don't have to because I'll do it for you. You're not gonna do it like on demand. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it on demand. Yeah. So, you can forget those, that. Yeah, but those kids who are making eight twenty five, they will make it on demand. You can pay me. Uh, you give me seven twenty five. No, if you, if you give me, if you give, uh, we can negotiate a price to get an on demand crunch wrap spring. You know what? That price is gonna be a lot higher than the one at Taco Bell. I know that one. Yeah. No. So I will take my chance with metal shavings. There's nothing like a little iron in your diet anyway. You got to. Okay. Energy going. So whatever. Whatever. Like as long as it's not like a like a 
a shard. The insurance is paid, so it's not, it's not a shard. It's not a shard of metal. You don't know what it is. It won't cut up my bowels, then I'm fine. But it will. Do we know that? I don't know. I need to see the piece of the metal that the person complained about. Because that makes a difference. It makes a difference. Because again, uh. there's all sorts of bugs and extraneous things and things that we eat. That's fine. A little bit, little metal. Am I tripping? Anyway, if you. I'm not tripping. <laughs> Moving along. I'm not tripping. All right. If you are tripping, please let us know. Joan Appetit at gmail.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. That's it for this edition of the Joan Appetit podcast. But before we sign off, there is one more thing we'd like to tell you. Now, our name isn't just a catchphrase, it's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit. <laughs>